Leonardo dreams of his flying machine, tormented by visions of flight and falling, more wondrous and terrible each than the last, Master Leonardo imagines an engine to carry a man up into the sun, and as he's dreaming, the heavens call him, Leonardo, Leonardo, vieni a volare. Leonardo, Leonardo, come fly. Words from Leonardo Dreams of His Flying Machine, a piece by Eric Whitaker. In the meantime, the Library of Congress tells us that on a November night in Paris in 1908, Wilbur Wright addressed a group of French aviation enthusiasts gathered to honor him and his brother, Orville, saying that this honor was really a tribute to an idea that has always impassioned humankind. With these words, Wilbur Wright recognized what might be called the universal aspiration to fly. This desire to elevate oneself above one's environment, to conquer the ocean of air, can be seen as a perennial struggle evident in nearly every civilization from classical times to the early 20th century. As Wilbur spoke that night in his typically understated style, he seemed to suggest that, instead of achieving this age-old dream of humankind, he and Orville had been merely participants in an ancient and ongoing human struggle. That from the Library of Congress. Veteran actor and writer Robert Hughes from Lackawanna County is about to tell us how his imagination took flight as he spent more and more time with Wilbur and Orville and the way he felt compelled to develop another of his original one-person theater pieces that he bases on historical figures. Robert Hughes is about to launch a month-long tour of First in Flight and he stopped in at the WVIA studios to fill us in. The format I use is the interview. I play the interviewer and the subject. So I, I want to make it as dynamic and as lifelike as possible. The reason why we haven't met in two years is that I haven't developed a good show in two years. But I think first in flight, the story of the Wright brothers is the absolute gem. Why? My attraction to it was simple. They didn't ask for a dime from anyone. It, the proceeds came from their bicycle business. Uh, of course, the turn of the century, bicycles were the number one transportation for a whole lot of people. And I, I jotted down the elements that I thought really are the, the core of the show. Family. Father Milton was a bishop, highly educated, and he insisted that everyone be a reader in his family. The family was necessary because sometimes 
two or three heads are better than one. So he had dad and mom and brother and six other siblings. So he could bounce ideas from. This is a story as much about family as it is about airplanes. The elements, so family would be number one. A dream to fly would be number two. The family as a group wanted to be pilots of the sky. I don't know where the origin of that came from, but that's, that's what they all believed in. There was loyalty to family and loyalty to convictions, but mostly loyalty to science. They were scientists. The determination and grit and perseverance was undeniable. It helped that Wilbur was a genius, by most accounts. He was driven and very cultured, refined, spoke with authority on literature, art, history, music, science, and painting. It's, it's pretty good when you have a guy that's that, that erudite. He was a personification of the American can-do spirit, perseverance, grit. Wilbur represented America in a first-class manner. And the last piece is that it's about education. And remembering that Lincoln felt he got his religious education at home from mom. And Milton, he believed that he needed to lay the foundation to his son, so he insisted on reading. Scholarship was necessary. And the fascination and love of knowledge. The, the last quote in the play is, the best use of your life is to develop knowledge. Not power, but knowledge. Milton never spoke about money. He darn well knew that if you were knowledgeable, everything would take care of itself. So the reason why I became attracted to the subject was that they were totally self-sufficient. They had two businesses. One was a newspaper that Orville started, and the next one was a, a bicycle business. Didn't take a dime from anyone. That impressed me. And to me, they're symbols of American can-do, and I'm just thrilled to death to be the Paul Revere, for their achievements. You've done all this research, Bob, but you've shaped what you found into a theater piece. The play is called First in Flight. They had to go deep into aeronautical research from the French, from the German. Otto Lilienthal was their model. He, was, he had passed away attempting to fly. And the French became a source of research and inspiration for, for Wilbur. So they just didn't rely on American information. The Smithsonian provided the global perspective. Who contacts the Smithsonian <laughs> except Wilbur and Orville? So they were sophisticated young men, and I dare say they were in a class by themselves, not just because 
they, they accomplished the feats in the air, but because of their backgrounds. And it was family, it was the dream, and it was the genius, of course, of Wilbur. Will you be on the stage as the interviewer and Wilbur and Orville, or is Wilbur going to be your spokesperson for the Wright brothers? You know, the fun thing is Wilbur is a very serious, thoughtful kind of guy. Orville is kind of spontaneous. He's got a great sense of humor, and I make the distinction for the people. So it's fun. I want to make this thing fun. I should say Wilbur was the apple of the father's eye. And I think Orville realized that. So there was kind of a little tension there. You know how brothers can be. So I play that dynamic to make it fun for, for, for our listeners. You've planned quite a tour of the region. On Sunday the 4th of September at 2 o'clock, I will be in Susquehanna County, the Church Street Marketplace in Montrose. It's on Church Street. It's called the Marketplace. And it has all kinds of art. And Susan Zellner has been just terrific. She wants not only to do the show on the 4th, but to come back to do the Christmas Carol. And then, of course, in February for Black History Month, she wants to do uh, Frederick Douglass. So uh, we're, we're blessed. We're blessed. And I am I'm happy to to go up to, to the Tabor Museum on the 18th of, of September. At 2 o'clock, I'll be at the Tabor Museum in Williamsport. I don't know if you've been there. If you haven't, it is a, it is a jewel of an experience. I mean, you learn so much about the past. I've, I've never seen a first-class presentation as Gary has up there. On the 22nd, I will be at the Newfoundland Library. We're going to do an open-air show, and I'm just thrilled to death to do that. So that is at 6 o'clock on the 22nd. On the 28th, we'll be in Mansfield at 7 o'clock at the library. So we're trying to reach out. And then finally, in October the 19th, we'll be at the Back Mountain Library in, in Dallas. So we're happy to, to spread our wings, and I, I'm convinced that uh, this is my calling, and I just can't be happier. You're certainly passionate about getting history out to all of us, but you have a special place in your heart for young people. I would love to see a young actor or an actress take the one-person format and run with it. I will be supportive, I will go out of my way, and within the range of my voice, if somebody's out there, please contact Erica at VIA, and she will set up a meeting between you and I. You do have scripts and things that people could take oh, a look at? Yes, yes. And the format is the interview. So you play the subject, and you play the interviewer. So nobody really does this, and it's different. What I learned is every little community's got a historical society. Not every little community has a theater. So I chose history because people are just so passionate about history. Where, wherever you go, I get the same reaction. And if, if you're in a town 
that is not included in the shows that I'm presenting and you want to do the Wright Brothers, I will volunteer. You have my promise. Veteran actor and writer Robert Hughes from Lackawanna County speaking with us about his original theater piece, First in Flight, centering on Wilbur and Orville Wright, and he's about to launch a month-long tour of the show. On September 4th, he will be in Montrose that Sunday at 2, and he will be at the Church Street Marketplace. On the 18th of September at 2, he will be at the Tabor Museum in Williamsport another Sunday. On the 22nd of September at 6, it's open-air performance at the Newfoundland Library on Thursday, and that's Thursday evening at 6 at the Newfoundland Library, an open-air performance on September 22nd. On the 28th, he will be in Mansfield at the Public Library at 7, and then on October 19th, he will be in Dallas in the Back Mountain at the Back Mountain Library, and that's 645. For more information, or if you'd like to host Robert Hughes at your library, historical society, or community center, just send us an email at artscene at wvia.org, artscene at wvia.org. And that's also the email address if you're a young person interested in history and theater, And if you'd like to take one of Robert's historical scripts and, as he said, run with it. Again, that's a month-long tour of First in Flight, and it's centering on the Wright brothers, and it's Robert Hughes' original piece of theater based on his historical research. And you're welcome to see him in Montrose, in Williamsport, in Newfoundland, in Mansfield, in Dallas, in the Back Mountain, outside Wilkes-Barre, And again, if you need more information, artscene at wvia.org, artscene at wvia.org.